I don't know what your police captain told you about me, but I'm a different breed of podcast. I'm from the streets, and I'm the last podcast. Hello, listeners, and welcome back to the last podcast. Last time we had with us Sheep Howell, and this time we have with us... Nkechi Chibweza. Nkechi Chibweza. Yeah. Uh, Nkechi, what was your last show? My... That's a good question. Oh, my last show that I performed in was actually a show called Triple Threat in New Orleans. Um, basically, the show is... It's uh, done by a drag performer named Laveau Contreras. She's amazing. But she pits um, drag... Like, she pit, pits... Like, she takes... Bur- entertainers, burlesque dancers, mm-hmm. drag performers, and um, she has a, a group of three people like um, that won the last competition, and it's the job of three new entertainers to come and dethrone them. Ooh, and the way that okay. they do this is you do your act, and the person in that round that gets the most tips wins that round. Mm. So, and then she had like kind of bullied me into doing it. <laughs> I didn't want to do it because like um, um, it's burlesque drag you know they're they're it's a variety show yeah but they're very used to getting money thrown at them you know oh, wow okay have you ever been to a drag show yeah 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 so like they're used to getting tips and then like no one's throwing money at comedians yeah no one's doing that and so I was really worried um, I was going to, and then someone had installed a pole into the bar because the person I went up with, I went up against was a pole dancer. So she was doing, she was a burlesque dancer, but she was also doing pole dancing. I was like, I can't complete Pete with that. I was like, this is ridiculous. I was so upset, so over it. And of course they got the elaborate cute outfits. They got their makeup done. Like it's all a thing. And so I'm just like, what am I supposed to do? So basically I just went up there and I said that I'm a teacher and I'm poor. And I got all the money. So, <laughs> you nailed it. So that's, so it worked. And I was like, okay, I figured out a way to make this work. That's hilarious. Yeah. And so uh, now I'm, 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 I'm one of the reigning uh, winners. And so I have to go on to the next show. Um, oh, wow. Congrats. Yeah, thank you. Uh, that's such a good concept because yeah. like, I have always like... I'm trying to develop a show. I haven't mm-hmm. thought of anything yet, but that is uh, tips are really what I want to try to integrate. It's like getting <gasps> people paid. Yes, you don't understand. One thing I get embarrassed about is being a stand-up comic, because because I work with I work with a lot of drag queens and burlesque dancers, and every single time they're just like, "Y'all are poor." Yeah, and it's, underpaid. <laughs> You, like, you all don't get any money. And yeah. they're like, this is not okay. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, you're right. <laughs> it, 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 I think it's like, it's kind of an audience thing. Mm-hmm. It's like comics are just so under-respected that it's just like, you don't deserve my money because like, it's such a hit or miss thing. You know, but you know what? I feel like we put it on ourselves. Because if, yeah. if we carried ourselves like we deserve and you need to give us your money like they would do it yeah they would you have to train your audience because like for example i have a particular show well since you talk like and i'm going to ask you a question about the show that you because we're going to dive deep into what kind of show you're going to develop but the show that i actually have that's like my little baby is called funny but make it fashion and i basically combined all the things that i love like i'm a photographer so of course you got that stand up 
of course. And then, of course, I loved I loved seeing drag performance. So that's incorporated into that also. But the object of the show is basically um, I have three, four comedians. They call up, go up and do seven minutes. After each person goes up, they have a bit. I mean, like we do a photo shoot live photo shoot using an audience member inspired by their bit like if someone had a bit talking about drunk cats that i'd be like i need someone that can portray a drunk cat on stage yeah. and i'll have props and things and i usually make a t-shirt for each bit and so like we'll do the photo shoot and so we'll do four all, all four of the stand-up comics then i go to the back to edit the photos then i have a um, my laveau contraire She's amazing, but she she comes through and she doesn't act. And of course, they throw money at her because like she's amazing. And then um, and then she, and then we judge the photos America's Next Top Model style on stage. Oh, and that's then, fun. Yeah, it is fun. And then I, I'm realizing that we're kind of creating an audience that they're just like they're down for everything and whatever, and they're just like they just have so much fun. And that and then I realized I was like, oh, they they are trying to give their money away yeah. to us. Like for example. Um, last time I had someone, I give away the shirts and then someone's like, well, do you have extra ones that I can buy? And I was like, I guess I should be making more shirts so that they can buy them. And also like some of them wanted to buy some of the props I had. They're like, can I have that bunny that you had in the, uh, in the, and they, they bought it right off. And it's just like, people will take your money if you give them a good time. They just want, we, we just have to create that environment that. And that's what I was about to say. I was like, once you build the fans, mm-hmm. then you're set. But like to get started, it's like it's hard. It's, yeah. it's so hard. Yeah. And what I see here in Houston is like most comedy shows are like pay what you want over mm-hmm. five dollars because mm-hmm. it's like if you charge like ten dollars or more, people are like no. It's like I'm not coming to that unless you have like big names on it or anything, which is so unfortunate. It's like well, because you got to make an experience. That's what I've learned. You, you got to make. You got to make the experience because it's like because and the reason why a lot of people didn't pay what you can and the five dollars is because they're just like, well, we're just gonna have five comedians come up. You're absolutely right, and, and, it's, can, and, people and it's a normal show. It's like a normal open mic kind of, but and, with. Yeah. It's not open. It's just like they've selected the people. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and people can see that anywhere, no, you know? You're totally right. So that's the reason why it's that way. And I feel like those shows are necessary. But I'm, like, if you're trying to make money, you're just going to have to put more effort into yeah, it. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So, okay, when you have thought about doing a show, like, what have been some ideas? Is it okay to ask? And... Yeah, they, I actually wrote them down. Okay. Uh, and it's not a lot. Like, I'm still, like, in that zone of just, like, what will I do? I definitely want to do something like... Uh, of course, anything with a competition yeah. is involved. Yeah. So, like, I kind of want. Yeah. Sorry, what were you gonna say? No, I'm just saying those are fun. Like competitions, especially when they're just silly. Like, I don't know. It, you, you can always have fun. You know what's my favorite um, show in New Orleans? And I wonder if you guys. I'm pretty sure you guys have them in here in Houston. But I love roast battles. Yes. Oh yeah, I love. I mean, I'll never do one. Yeah, same, right? I'm too fragile for that. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not. I mean, I already know my threshold, and it's not. I can't be made fun out of. But yeah, but I would definitely go to a roast battle. That's definitely like a, a unique type of comedy show that I mean, I would pay money for. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So this is what I have written so far, and I thought I had more, but I don't. Yeah. Okay. It's just audience versus contestants. Okay, tell me more. And so essentially it'd just be like you versus us. Like the audience is against the people on stage. Okay. And so like, uh, really, I haven't developed more in that. And so it, I don't know if it would be a game show or uh, you trying to be funny, but 
I always want to, in most of the art and everything that I do, mm-hmm. I want to involve everyone, not just mm-hmm. the people on stage. Oh, yeah. Like I want to give everyone a chance. And mm-hmm. so like, uh, that's when I do get back into stand up. Mm-hmm. That's another thing I really want to get more involved in is less of me preparing jokes and telling jokes and more just like getting up there and seeing what the audience can give me mm. and then going from that. Oh yeah. Because I don't see that a lot. Yeah. Uh, but I also uh, am a little concerned on if I do that and I get the audience involved, they're going to want to do that with the other comics. And most comics do not like that because that leads to heckling and blah, blah, blah. And the audience are like, oh, that last guy gave me the opportunity to talk and do all the things I wanted. So I can still do that. Oh, well, I don't want to give that. Well, I mean, the way that you can combat that is to like, you know, you prep your audience, like be like, this is the type of show where you get to do that. But just know. And you said that in a yeah. funny way, like, you can't be doing that up in such and such across the street. Yeah, that's what I considered. Yeah. And yeah. If, you, if you want to get kicked out, go ahead and do exactly what you did here. What you did re- over yeah. there, you know. Yeah. yeah. That's good. That's good advice. Because that was my thought. I was like, if I do do this, I'm definitely going to have to make a statement of like, mm-hmm. don't do this with any of the other uh, comics or yeah. they're going to hate you. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, we'll see where it goes because I am ready to get back on stage. But again, I want... A unique experience like because everyone there's so much everyone's doing you know jokes and everything and i've got jokes but i want to do more i want to involve the audience that's fair and so- I, I, I do want to say this one thing that you need i mean i'm pretty sure you are aware of this but just know that rome was not built in a day oh 100 yeah yeah i just know like the first version is not, not going to be the last version yeah, yeah. and that uh i say this with my music a lot to other uh pre-musicians who are like wanting to make music look at my first album Mm -hmm. and look at where I'm at now. Mm -hmm. And like, you can literally do that online because I have 76 albums. And so it's just like, you can audibly listen to that change of just like how things change. And so, yeah, I'm all about that. Like, Mm -hmm. uh, and so I completely agree. But yeah, as far as like the entire show idea, that's it so far. And I really like want a, uh, a co-host. And so I, I think that's kind of what I'm waiting for is like, someone to bounce ideas with and be like what show are we building and everything like what would be your perfect co-host is there someone that you've thought about here in the scene that could be a good uh, there are so many like i think the talent here in houston is phenomenal i just think that uh, and what's sad is like right before covid Mm -hmm. like i had so many ideas and plans to try to bring the community together to do more like uh, we need to raise each other up and become the next LA or the next, you know, New York. You don't want to be LA and New York. You we want to be Houston. Houston, exactly. Yeah. And so that was my idea: is like, let's make us the next thing. Like, let's yeah. be the best Houston we can be right. and be with each other instead of being like, oh, we're fighting each other. Like, oh, our theater needs more money. We're taking audience from you. It's like, let's all work together yeah. and like. There's liter- too many people in Houston to fight over audience. Yeah. Numbers. Right. Yeah. And so it's like. Instead, like, why aren't we making more online content? Why aren't we, like, filming each other, putting these things together? Why aren't we doing sketch shows together? There's so much talent in here that we could be working together. It's just everyone's kind of doing their own thing. I will say this. You know what's kind of a challenge for your city? It's so big and spread out. It's too spread out. Yeah. Yeah. And because it's so spread out, I guess it's hard for y'all to kind of connect together and become... Not, not that it's not possible because it definitely is but I'm just saying it's definitely going to be more of a challenge yeah. for y'all but it's yeah and that's where I'm at and mm-hmm. so I'm still building off those I'm connecting with other people I'm gaining those ideas right. it, it, again like you said Rome's not built in day and so we're 
were constructing the pre-Rome. Right, yeah, exactly. That's fair. And so, uh, now that things are picking up again, because, mm-hmm. like, again, like I said, COVID halted all of that, and it, it changed shattered. everything. It changed a lot. Yeah, it's and so, so now we're all just coming back. But now I am starting to see, and so this is where, and we'll get more into this in the next podcast, but... Once you manifest these ideas into the universe, you start seeing them around you uh, mm-hmm. automatically. Even if it's not you doing them, you start seeing them. And so Secret Group now records other people's sets. And you can buy your own set. Uh, oh, good. They're doing the, that? Yeah. That's awesome. And that was something that I was like, I was thinking of doing just in general, is going to different comedy clubs and being like, hey, let's set up a recording station. And then, like, you know, like the comics and the stand-ups and the performers can buy their sets and use right. them for their reels and everything. And so it's good to already see that happening. Mm-hmm. And so the next step that I think that should take is streaming online. Like, uh, I don't think people should have to come out all the way from their homes. They should be able to sit at home and pay you some money, you know? We're we're at that time, like, like, uh, times have changed. Yeah. Um, It's so funny because I was watching someone on Instagram. It was Bob the Drag Queen. And he was talking about the new Batman movie and how you can only see it in theaters right now. Right now. We've moved past this. Uh, like, I, I completely agree. It's like there was such a good time during yeah. COVID when they were doing the straight to streaming. And I loved that. And it's mm-hmm. like, oh, good. Because uh, I think when I went and saw Spider-Man in theaters, mm-hmm. when they brought that out, I'm pretty sure that's what gave me COVID the second time around. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I sat in a theater that was full of hundreds of other people, you know, and doing the same thing. Yeah. And I, I do feel like like it's some, some things you're going to have to be like, you know what? It's okay to let it go and do something new. Yeah. And, Streaming is definitely one that I feel like a lot of people can embrace. Yeah. For sure, for sure. Um, Yeah. And I talked about this with my last guest on the next podcast we're getting into, but I think that schooling can do the same. Uh, I think that we are in an age where, like... Schooling needs to be burned down and built back up again. Yeah, because It's it's, it's constructed for the industrial era. It was constructed to get children ready to just go into work. Uh, to sit at desks in their individual cubicles, you know, and mm-hmm. get ready to pay attention and then go to work. And it's like that, we're this, in a different era. Yeah. Like, there should be no reason why you can't just flip on a TV and go to a third grade level education and, like, relearn something or watch it with your kid, you know, or let your kid just watch this channel that is built for kids. And it, it could even be interactive. Like, you could be online. And, like, if you have questions or if your kid has questions, mm-hmm. all that's there because we're intricate. The whole world is connected right now. Yeah. And literally anyone can help. There are a surplus of teachers who would just be willing, like, if if a kid had a question, boom, and it sends, like, a link to a, a billion teachers, and they're like, I got this, you know. Yeah. Why isn't that being done? Because you act like we don't live in a capitalistic society. That, that is the problem. That would love, because, like, if that was to happen... Someone's if, going to take advantage of it. There's too, no, well, there's too much autonomy with um, with the citizens of the country... And ultimately, the government does not want that. Yeah. Because that's, that's too much freedom and too much opportunity for people to move up than they would like. So. Yeah, and it's always been like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll get into that more in the next podcast because yeah. that's where we get deep. Yeah. Uh, you have any last questions? Do I have any last questions? That's a good question. For you, I guess my question would be, what is your ultimate goal when it comes to entertainment? Like, where would you like to see yourself when you're, when you would consider yourself as like a fully formed, I'm successful and content? Uh, so it, it's, even though it's not in the phrase of the last question, mm-hmm. I'll still answer it. Mm-hmm. Uh, where I am 
guiding myself and what I'm uh, initially trying to manifest myself to be mm-hmm. is essentially a kind of philanthropist mm-hmm. in a way. Uh, my next, my ultimate goal right now is to build a kind of a community center here in Houston or wherever we'll take it that essentially is three galleries uh, for painting, drawing, and sculpture. Mm-hmm. Uh, there will be a couple black boxes for theaters. Yeah, uh, It's basically a place where anyone from all over the world can come and just hang out all day mm-hmm. and just do anything. Uh, a giant room with tables and chairs where people could just talk and just hang out. It, it kind of like a school of philosophy mm. and arts. Okay. Uh, I want uh, showers, you know, to where, like, uh, the homeless could come in and just take a shower, or anyone could just take a shower. You can stop by uh, maybe rooms and rentable rooms on the top, you know, uh, definitely rentable art rooms and studios. Mm. Mm-hmm. Because another thing I see uh, around is, like, so many artists, like, either you rent a $500 studio a month or you do it at home. And it's like, you, there should be, like, a, you, uh, you know, a... Uh, kind of closet side space where an artist can just come and do their work and just have it affordable yeah um it's so funny i decided to do like i i decided like i'm one of my rooms like sorry i interrupted you no i promise okay so basically i live in a three-bedroom house right now uh-huh. and so like i have two roommates and i decided once the lease is up one of the roommates is gonna leave and i was like okay i'm just gonna go ahead and take this room and it's gonna be my art room and I'm really excited about that, but I also hate the fact that it's, I won't be able to put it on taxes or anything because I live there yeah. and it's just, it's frustrating. And I wish that I, in conclusion, I would wish there was like that resource of a place. I just want a box where I can get stuff done. Yeah. Yeah. And that's essentially what I, I would like is like to just have like a whole hallway of just rooms where anyone can come mm-hmm. and just rent it for like a little bit affordably, you know, and, uh, this whole place, like. So I don't know if you know about the Manil here in Houston. Uh-uh. Uh, it's one of the largest uh, private collections of art in the world. Oh, cool. And it's free. Oh. And it's mostly, it was, it's funded mostly by the, the, the Manils who like raised it up and collected the art and stuff. But it's also publicly funded. Like they get donations and donors mm-hmm. and stuff. Mm-hmm. And they make so much money. Like that place is set for probably the entire history. That's awesome. And so why can't we do that with a community center and with community centers? And we can. It's just like you said, uh, the big wigs and the government won't allow these things to happen. And so my goal is to just do it myself Mm -hmm. and to not involve them and then try to get up that. Mm Because it's like morally and philosophically, I am trying to, uh, and we'll get, again, we'll get more of this into Mm -hmm. the next podcast, but we'll get into it now kind of. It is my current belief and this is an evolving belief because nothing i'm not an absolutist yeah uh that we are all the same and and the one and same uh when you break down what is the universe what is reality if you break down everything into its essence uh, it is what i call funk and whatever that is created like if so let's look at atoms right what are Mm -hmm. atoms but electrons and neurons and 99 percent space and what are those what is all that made of Uh, electrons and neurons are made of quarks and we don't really know what quarks are made of yet but when you break that all down again it becomes funk and whatever is outside of that knowing is just more funk and uh beyond human existence you know let's say like billions and billions of years uh let's say humans do exist more and they discover what these things are created of whatever's next is just more funk and those are the constructs of the universe of reality of what we live in Mm. and if if all of that is the same thing, then that means we are each just funk. 
just in different bodies and beings of a collected funk. And so I am trying to essentially like what I'm working my way up to is how to provide for this funk, how to bring this funk together mm-hmm. and just be a, the best funk that it can be. And not even the best because that's subjective, but mm-hmm. like how can we, what is progress, you know? Yeah. And so it, that's my intention is like, uh, I'm not trying to provide, I'm trying to provide for myself only to the point that the external funk around me believes in me and supports that and to where then I can continue to externally support it mm-hmm. to where even when I'm gone and not here mm-hmm. that it can still be supporting itself and like that's what's up. living yeah. off that yeah know? that would be nice and that's the end goal you know yeah. uh, but again we're fighting against the the powers that be that don't want things like that yeah because a lot of people because like when there are things like that it makes their life a lot more difficult for them to have the comforts that they personally got yeah. And see, and what I'm trying to do is like not take that away. Yeah, uh, we can all live in this harmony in all of our comforts, you know, and like and be different because that's individuality is important. It is important for you to be sitting where you are right. looking at me, and me be sitting where I am looking at you, and the, the fan to be there in its place. Yeah, because that's how the universe knows and experiences itself. Uh, it now knows what it is like to be all of this experience, every single atom and every single essence of, again, funk knows what it is now like to be within reality in this experience. Uh, but again, the, uh, that's all for the next podcast where we can dive into that. <laughs> 15 minutes later, we're like, yeah, next podcast. Next podcast. <laughs> I, I know. Um, I do want to hear more about, uh, I'm going to ask this in a last question, but I'm also going to just phrase it in a, so what was the last show you wrote per Virgin? Yeah. Uh, and I'd like to hear more about that. Like, Okay, so Perversion is basically... It's a show that I wrote, actually... I guess it's been four years now? It was four oh, years wow, okay. ago I wrote it. And so it's about a woman who was 34 years old and never been cast, and she just wants to talk about it. She just wants to um, figure out why, how she got there. And the way that she figures this out is through this um, family relationship godmother who... Uh, guides her through her quote-unquote love life throughout the years which is basically a series of what i like to call crush relationships which is you know yeah i get it i get it yeah exactly and so um it's just to discover it's just a silly show about just kind of discovering how one person got to the relationship status that they're in today and yes it's based off of me so yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah i saw that on your website i was like going through the oh, stuff that yeah. you did and i saw pervergen and uh-huh. i was like oh wow and then i saw that you're putting it on will this be the first showcase in march or in april or have you done the show before in other spots oh no i've, I've done it before yeah so i first premiered it May of 2018. So that, that was four okay, years okay. ago. And so now um, I just entered, like for some reason, I don't even know why I did it. I entered it into a, a solo festival in New York and they were just like, yes. Yes. Yes, yes. yes, come on down. And so that's why I'm up. Like, so I film it actually next Saturday in New York. Oh, a week from today. Yeah. I mean, a week to, yeah, in exactly a week. So I film the, the show in New York, and then they're going to put it on, um, they're going to put it on their uh, online platform for mm-hmm. a week, 
Um, and it's, it's actually a competition. So the person that gets the most amount of votes, AKA the person that gets the most amount of ticket sales and people voting for them yeah. will win $1,500. Yeah. Okay, okay. And so I would like to win that money. How long is the show? Huh? How long is the show? It's, it's like 55 minutes long. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's fun. I really enjoy it. I'm excited because I haven't... The last time I performed it live was two years ago. Um, oh, and it was a while. week before the shutdown happened. Oh, woof. Yeah. And so that was that was really... That really bummed me out. Um, but So I'm excited to put it on again because it's a fun show. It's it's so silly. Yeah. It's, and then it's, it's... The only way I can describe it is fun. And also, I feel like it just brings a perspective of... Like, I guess one that not many people hear about in my personal opinion uh-huh. and so that's why i i'm excited to do it but and i'm glad you also talked about uh mm-hmm. funny but make it fashion because when I, on your website uh, when i clicked it at least on phones nothing showed up oh that's because yeah that's because i haven't updated my website i didn't realize people actually look at that thing okay yeah i was you know that's, that's looking for talking point. points and everything yeah, so that means I need to get my life together. Like I said before, I'm no, Your I'm life lazy. is together is the website, and I, I completely understand, because... Sean, my life is not together. <laughs> <laughs> is anybody's, though? No, is anybody's? It's yeah, it's not, but yeah. I, like, there's so much stuff, and I'm just like, yeah, this, this, I need to take care of it. And I'm like, I don't have it in me today to take care of it. No? I feel yeah. Yeah, no. Because, <laughs> like, you know, I, you know, I do comedy, and I, do, I, I, I take it seriously, and I feel like that takes a lot of time. And then it takes I'm, a lot of time. And, you know, I'm also a teacher. I teach kindergarten. And then, like, I'm finishing my master's uh, in May. Yay. Oh, congrats. Yeah, thank you. And also being a photographer. I just feel like I do too much. And I just, sometimes I wish, I don't know. I love that I do the things that I do. I just wish that there was more time in a day to get it done the way I like it. I completely agree. Yeah. 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 There's not enough time. And it, it's so crazy because, I mean, time is an illusion in itself. Yeah. It, it's okay. just a construct that we, we've we, created. We, we've created and decided to abide by, yeah. At the same time, we need sleep. And uh, there's only a good 8 to 12 hours a day that we're just up and active. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, I, I do wish that, like, we could do more. And I think uh, I think those days are coming with the help of technology and everything. Yeah. But... Uh, that is on the inverse of like where our society goes and uh let's say fascism does take over and everything okay. and then yes we're going to have that's, that's, less time to do these things because we're like just like a toenail away from another hitler just rolling on through okay this yeah okay. uh and even even more than that it's like it's a bunch of little mini hitlers you know and they're all just fighting each other and not they're not just fighting each other they're also supporting each other at the same time and it's just a, such a weird so, life we live in it's so i guess a lot of i feel like people a lot of people get high off of the of power and having the ability to put people below them yeah because it's like I, i'm always asking like what is the reason for all of this why so much evil like yeah. so much and it's because a lot of people they just like that power yeah because we make it that way mm-hmm. uh this is, i guess this is a deep question but mm-hmm. uh we need some more last questions okay when was the last time you felt helpless Ooh, that's a good question oh i will say definitely wednesday morning 
Uh, <laughs> what happened Wednesday morning? It was the day after Mardi Gras. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, I must know, because, you know, my foot. Yeah. Because, um, you know, Mardi Gras day, I, I, I regret nothing. Had all the fun. <laughs> it was so great. I had so much fun. And then um, uh, I, I could not go to my house. Uh, I, I, went, I had to go. I had to sleep at my friend's house. And I woke up in the morning. And... I was like, oh, it's time to go to the bathroom. And I tried to get up my feet, and I couldn't do it. And I was like, but I really need to pee. <laughs> and I literally had to crawl to the bathroom. That was not my proudest moment. I did not like that uh, because my foot was just, I felt like if I had stood on my foot, I was going to, it was going to break it's into a snap in half. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's what I, Oof. that's what it felt like. I was like, I, I, I was like, I, I chopped my foot in half. That's what I thought. <laughs> And then it was like, no, it's tendonitis. I, I'm glad it is, but it's just, yeah. When you got to go to the bathroom and you can't walk, that's yeah. a helpless feeling. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that would change your life perspective, having to, like, oh, yeah. let's say you can walk, and then suddenly it's like, you have to experience that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's that's life-changing. Yeah. Uh, and I can, I've never had, like, tendon, tendonitis or, like, mm -hmm. broken a leg, but uh, after the past few years, uh and let's say a couple years ago, I got a job at the Manil uh, as a, uh, a a guard, like an attendant, a gallery attendant. Okay. And they made a stand eight hours a day. Oh, yeah. And you get like one one to two breaks and a lunch. Oh, no. And my what feet... you got to go to go to the bathroom? My feet have never... If you want to go to the bathroom, you get like a... a you have to go and then come right back. Yeah, yeah. Like you get like five minutes. Okay. Uh, but my feet have not recovered. My knees have not recovered. Really? Uh, I can't stand now more than an hour without my feet being in so much pain. Oh, I hate that. And so, Sorry. like, it, while I was working there, uh, I could kind of be like what you were the next morning. Like, mm -hmm. I would wake up the next day and just be like, I don't know how I'm going to make it through this day standing again. Yeah. You know? And uh, that's another thing that I'm really trying to work towards is better rights for gallery attendants because, like, there's no reason anyone on this earth should stand that long ever. It is torture. It is absolute torture. And, and, and I guess what's the benefit, I guess, of them standing as opposed to there being places where you can... Where you can sit. Oh, at least... Uh, and their thing is like, oh, you have to be attended, you have to be on your feet so you can see everything in the gallery. Nobody but even when there's sitting. like... If there's one person in the gallery, you should be able to sit down. I concur. And they had the rule where it's like, if there's one person in the entire section of the gallery, no one in any section could sit down. Even if your part was empty. What? You had to stand. And there's some places where they didn't even have chairs. So even if you had the opportunity to sit down, you, you, you could no not. You have no place to sit. Yeah. Hmm. And, there are, and if I'm feeling this at mm -hmm. 30 years old, mm -hmm. there are so, there's so many people there older than me, like retirees that are doing this every day yeah. for years. For years. And that is terrible. And mm. for a place that makes multi-million dollars every year. They should be considering the people that work for them to yeah. withstand, like to, that, that keep the place running. Yeah. And they, they, yeah, they give healthcare and everything, but like I spent thousands of dollars going to doctor to doctor to like try to get what was wrong, and then like it was a shit show. I'm really. sorry. Like, yeah. That that does suck. How long did you work there? I only worked there almost a year, not even a year, because like uh, had I worked there a year, I would have got disability benefits, and mm. they would have they would have been more lenient of like, okay, we'll help you sit down mm. every once in a while. But because I wasn't there a year. They were basically like, no, we, we can't help you. And I had to get these doctor's notes and everything from, like, doctors that, like, 
were also trying to find other things. Like, uh, that's when I discovered I had sleep apnea, like right before I lost insurance from not having the job. Oh, dear. And it was just insane. It's just the loopholes that I had to go through. I had to get a lawyer involved to essentially just mm. get some more sit-down time. That's crazy. And I, it, it, it sucked because it's like, I didn't want this just for me. Like, I wanted it for everyone. Everybody, and yeah. once, once they started seeing that, they were like, okay, this guy has to go because we're, oh, we're not going to do that. Yeah. And it's just such a shit. Because I used to... That was a sacred place for me. Like, I would go there all the time and just, like, enjoy it. And now it's like, it, this, do you still have a sour taste in your mouth? A little bit. Oh. A little bit. That sucks. I yeah. hate that. Because, like, especially when it bought you so much joy and then for it to end in such a, like, crappy way. Yeah. yeah. Just to see the underbelly of what was going on. That's what I was like. I, that's what, I do hate that. Hey, when you're having a good time place, like, you're having a good time someplace and it's like, it's your happy place and then, and then something... Like, some kind of drama ruins it for you. Yeah. Like, for example, that's me and, unfortunately, like, the New Orleans comedy scene that used to be, like, my sanctuary. I was like, this is the best place in the world. Of course, some some bad things happen, and you're just like, that's not fair. Yeah. Like, I, this is my, this is my, this was my happy joy thing, yeah. and now it's not anymore yeah. because of, the thi- yeah, it just sucks. Yeah. Well, uh, we're in 32 minutes. Are there any last things you'd like to say? Hi! That's all. That's all I got. <laughs> <laughs> it's like an aloha. A, a hello, goodbye. Yes. Uh, all right, plugs. What you got going on? Uh, what do I have going on? Um, so, yeah. I'm not on the top. Well, I have, like, I have my um, The One Festival, in which I'll be performing Perversion. That'll be in late April, and if you would like to get more information about that, just go ahead and follow me at Happy Black Chick on Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, Twitter, all the things. Yes. And same on Cash App, Venmo, and PayPal. All of all those things. Yes, 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 yes. Happy Black Chick. Yes, Happy Black Chick. All right. Well, and catchy. Yes. Thanks for being on. Or catchy. Yeah, and catchy. 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 My mom calls me in catchy when she's upset at me, so. Yes. Oh, okay. I, catchy. Yeah, catchy is better. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, thank you for being on. Thank you. And thank you all for listening. Bye.